You are listening to Musiques Behind the Musos. What's up, guys? My name is Imad. I'm a recording artist from Mississauga, Canada. This is my song, Outside. Outside, need to clear my mind, that's my way. Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Muso. It is season two. We have cameras, we have a mic, and we also have Imad. Welcome, Imad. How are you? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Good, thank you. It's glad to finally meet you. Before mm-hmm. we hit it off, I just want to say I love this song, Outside, but thank I you. also love your song, Cut You Loose. I have <laughs> literally had that on repeat for like, weeks now like when i first found it i was just like this is it this is just a vibe so yeah yeah that's a great song but today we are talking about outside so um how do you feel since it's released when it was released pretty recently right yeah i put it out um i put it out just a few days before halloween actually so it's october i think the 26th and yeah since it's been released it's gotten amazing, amazing feedback. It's actually grown um, much quicker than than Cut You Loose has. Right. Uh, but to be honest, both of them are fan favorites. So yeah, I don't even at that rate. I don't even compare them. I just appreciate the fact that people that it's resonating with people. You know. Yeah. Um, well, so yeah, I'm really, I'm really proud of it so far. Yeah. Well, you definitely should be. It's definitely a certified banger in my books. Okay. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, so what typically is your schedule for your release? Um, like what do you do, I guess, a month, the day before, the day of, day after? Like generally, what do you do? For any for any given song? Yeah, just mm. in general. What's your plan? Yeah. Um, you know, I could definitely I definitely have room for more organization and you know, <laughs> planning and things like that. I'm very much um I'm very much like a silent, like pre-release. I'll do a little bit of, oh yeah, I got something coming. I, I'll tease it a little bit. I, I do most of my marketing and stuff post-release. Right. Um, so, you know, one of the biggest changes I've made, I'd say in the past year, I mean, I've only been releasing music for a year, but one of the things that I've really started employing is um, ads. Uh, paid advertising has, has gone a long way for me. Mm. Um, it's helped bring my music to places that maybe wouldn't have seen it before. I mean, one of my biggest fan bases now is um, Morocco. (laughs) Wow. You know, whenever I go on IG live, they be up in my chat spamming the Morocco (laughs) flag and just, they're just letting it be known that, you know, they're in the house and they're representing. Uh, And it's, it's funny because, you know, I check the, the Spotify for artists. I check all the stats there. Is it's a it's a nice spread of countries, but for some reason, uh, my people in Morocco just be going, <laughs> they be going crazy. Um, but yeah, just to answer your question, it's um, it's really post release is where everything kicks in for me. So it's you know the ads and um, getting people to share. Well, a lot of people just share it. I don't have to get them <laughs> to do it. They just genuinely like it and they want to support. Um, yeah, and then I just keep the ball rolling until the next release. I'm a I'm a I'm a every two to four weeks kind of guy for release. Sounds awesome. So 
I want to ask about the paid advertising a little bit more. How did you yeah. first find out about that and how do you go about actually initiating that paid advertisement? Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm the type, I just scour YouTube. Like I'm, I'm really, I'm really a student of the game. Um, I don't really have any mentors or anything. So it's just, you know, just you're on the internet, you just learn a bunch of stuff. Um, thankfully YouTube, there's a lot of people on there trying to, uh, that have done it themselves and they're trying to give back. So, um, there was a guy named, uh, Andrew Southworth. Uh, he's a, he's an artist himself and he posted tutorials on YouTube. And I was like, what is this like paid out? Like how much you got to pay? And I was like, you know, when you're on the outside of it, you have all these questions. So I just went digging for answers and sure enough, I was like, oh, this is a very real way. Um, it's not just about organic attention these days. It's really hard to get that because there is an enormous amount of competition. So to think that, you know, it's the protagonist kind of thinking to think like, oh yeah, people will just find me because I'm, I'm me, you know? Yeah. Uh, sometimes you have to find ways to cut through the noise and paid advertisements is, is a great way to do that. Yeah. I love what you said about, you know, thinking um, your music would just speak for itself. And I feel like when we write music that we're super proud of, we're always just like, like, I'm so proud of this. Everyone should be proud of it. But it's like so hard when the market is so saturated, but it sounds like you have such a devoted audience already. Like you're obviously you're not getting 50 million monthly listeners Mm -hmm. just yet anyways, but um, you already have these people who are so like attached to you and are sharing your posts and are just devoted to you, even though you've had paid advertisements. And I feel like sometimes that has a connotation that when you do pay for advertisements, they're not going to be loyal. They're just going to be there because they're forced to see it, but you managed to turn those people into true fans. And I think that is critical. And I think you've done that really well that's huge because, you know, I, I see paid ads as, as a user of social media myself, we all see them. And a lot of times you see them and you're like, okay, the ones for music, at least a lot of times I'm kind of underwhelmed. So I've gotten comments underneath my ads where people are like, I usually hate posts like this, <laughs> but this is just good. And I'm like, yeah. thank you. And that's where you just, that's a, so it's a combination of having that marketing uh, acumen, but then also having self-awareness to know my product is good. I believe in my product and I know it just needs to reach the right ears to create uh, an audience, you know? And that's so fantastic. That belief in yourself and in your music as an artist. And, um, and I totally agree. Having listened to it, like Josh said, I absolutely love it. Um, and I actually watched the music video and, um, I loved it by the way you did an amazing job in production of that. Yeah. Um, so I want to Esteban too, the yeah. videographer and editor and director and everything. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you, Esteban. Um, <laughs> so also the, I want to ask about the process of creating that video, the music video, did you take inspiration from the lyrics or where did the, the kind of the themes and the motifs and the ideas come from, um, in yeah. that video? Damn. I love your guys' questions. I love them. Um, there's nothing, nothing like a good question. Like when I get it, it's like <laughs> taking out, taking a bite out of something like, I don't know, like a good burger or something. Um, nah. So, I mean, that whole song, it literally came from a very literal to the, to the lyrics. It just came from a night drive that I took one night just this past September. Um, 
I was going around my city and we have, we have like these message boards, these bulletin boards where you can put up posters and things. Right. So I was going up, putting posters up of myself, uh, with my QR code. It's like something you could see it on my Instagram. Yeah, too. Yeah, I posted smart. it a while yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was going out and I was doing that and I was just by myself and it was nighttime. Um, I had like my stapler and all my, <laughs> I had like a bunch of posters with me and it was just, it's just an example of just being on the grind. Right. And I was just, as I was driving between bullets and boards, you know, the streets were pretty empty. I was looking at the, the city lights literally. And I was just like, just reflecting them. I didn't have any music on. It was just one of those quiet drives, like just solitude. And <clears throat> I was just listening to myself and like in my own head. And I'm like, man, I'm really on this journey right now. I'm really like, I'm really here grinding, you know? Um, and then, yeah, as soon as I, I had that beat, but I didn't quite know what to do with it yet. But as soon as I got back home, I was like, okay, the song started just writing itself. Um, and so when I, I explained that whole story to my videographer Esteban and he, he started shooting out his own ideas about where to shoot um, the whole transition between the sunset, like, around that time dusk dusk dawn I, i'm getting them confused dawn dusk is, dawn is early in the day yeah dusk. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh around that time and then transitioning into the nighttime that's just a like when the sun is setting it's just such like a serene period of the day and so that we got that scene of me on top of the hill and like driving down this road <laughs> and now you see the sunset it's just it's a perfect match right um, yeah. so yeah that's that's how we uh came up with the video yeah completely unrelated i also love sunsets i just think they're amazing yeah. anyways <laughs> i just have to and, put it out and there sunrises too sunrises just, as well the colors are just phenomenal but yeah. <laughs> um so with the video did you have any places locations that linked up with where you actually were when you were thinking about the song like uh, was there a billboard like or whatever that was featured that you actually went to when you like that inspired the create the creation of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're on that no. drive in September. Oh, okay. No, 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 I, that, that, that would have been pretty cool, but no, we <laughs> ended up shooting. Um, so I live, uh, so I live in a city called Mississauga, which is uh, about literally 20 minutes from Toronto. Perfect, um, yeah. and, um, yeah, so I was driving around like the border of Mississauga and Toronto. And my guy, my videographer guy, me and him, we went like to the, I live on the, so Mississauga's on the West. We went deep into Toronto near the East side. And then almost, we went to like the neighboring city on the East side. So, um, yeah, but that would have actually been pretty cool if we like literally went to the street that inspired the song, you know? That's all right. Just, you know, just throwing it out there. Yeah. Free ideas. Really cool idea. <laughs> cool idea. So on the back of that, do you have a favorite moment in the production process as a whole is there anything that really stands out to you like um i love doing that and i'm definitely going to implement that in my next release oh for for outside yeah yeah um yes 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 so for this song specifically very much so this was the first time that i ever um wrote a song without writing it physically or typing it this was all like 
I have my microphone here, which you can kind of get. I have the mic box you can kind of see there in the shot. Um, I would just punch in and I would just be coming up with lyrics in my head. Listen back to it. How should it flow? And then come back and record. And that process of just, it was such like a, I was just in tune with my gut the whole time. And really listening back to the song and just very, like just feeling the flow of it and trying to understand in the most simple way where it should go. Not complicating the melodies, nothing crazy, just a natural, smooth flow. And the song turned out exactly that way. When people listen to it, they're just like, this is just, it's such an intuitive song, I think. Um, and I want to, yeah, I want to replicate that for other songs, you know, not necessarily always. I'll be in my phone thumbing away, like creating lyrics that are like so complex sometimes that it's like, get back to the music and just like, what do you feel? You know, um, as a rapper and like lyricist, it's, it's funny. Sometimes you'd be like up in your own head, but then you should come back to your gut. It's just this, it's a whole balance. But I think on that song, I really, I struck it in a way that I want to replicate again. Yeah. I think that's super important to understand. It should be like something everybody aims for, you know, knowing when you get into your own head, because, you know, you can know all this music theory or you can know all the best beats, but if you just try and make it complicated every single time and that's where you start, you probably find that you're just, you know, stopping yourself from achieving your full potential. You know, you just got to understand when you got to bring it back, mm. break it down, small pieces, start mm. from the beginning. Because when you have a great idea, it's so easy to get ahead of yourself. Mm, well, exactly. at least it is for me, you know. Just like, yeah. calm down, calm down. I'm going to uh, get there. I'm going to start here though. Yeah. So, come back, come back to the intuition. Yeah. Cause I think, um, and hopefully I'm not straying too much, but you know, as a rapper and lyricist and all that stuff, it's <clears throat> for the longest time, my goal as an artist, um, was to, was to wow with lyrics. How do I wow people with impressive um, wordplay and double entendres and similes, metaphors and all those type of things when, and then as you, as your career, as my trajectory as an artist has been going, um, one of my developing points has been the balance of reeling that back, dialing it back and go, okay, can I tap into people's emotions without making it so complex? And then you end up with lyrics like, I've been driving down this road at night. It's just yeah. me and my soul. And people quoted me on, it's just me and my soul tonight and put emojis like, oh, I felt <laughs> that. And it's so simple. Yeah. But yeah. It, it hits something. It yeah. strikes a chord within us for some reason. And it resonates. You don't yeah. always need to go crazy with the lyrics, you know? Exactly. Simplicity shouldn't be overlooked. But since we're on, I guess, the train of thought of learning about what's best for you. Mm -hmm. um, what obstacles have you experienced during the creative process in general? And what do you think has helped you develop? Hmm. Obstacles in the creative process. Um, hmm. Like maybe think back to when you first started and to where you are now 
Yeah. When you first started releasing, writing music, was there anything that was extremely difficult for you? Like, what did you learn from it and how did it help? Yeah. Um, I think sometimes it's um, being very ambitious with where I want to go, like melodically, like with my voice, <laughs> like notes I literally can't hit. Um, but yeah, that was a challenge early on. And not to say I don't, it's, it's still somewhat of a challenge. Everyone has their range. Uh, but I just straight up was like, okay, how do you practice your voice? You hire a vocal coach. So I went and hired a vocal coach. coach. Um, we, at one point we're working together weekly. Um, and I made strides at that point. We started working together, I'd say in March or April of this year. Um, it's been a while since we've linked up, but even in that time, we probably worked together for like five, six months. Um, it's, it's been a huge difference and it's just got me to really understand my voice as an instrument more, um, which has helped once again, in the whole balance between the lyricism and the melody and the simplicity, right? Is there anything specific that the vocal coach worked on with you? So you talked about using your voice as an instrument, but what does that mean to you and how did they specifically help you to develop? Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> my vocal coach, one of the most, man, she doubled as like my, oh man, like sometimes it felt like therapist almost, but not really not therapist in the sense that I'm sharing all these personal things with her, but therapist in the sense that once we finish, like, I feel like not only my voice leveled up, but my whole mentality leveled up. So she got me to understand not only just the voice as an instrument, but the, the mind and how that, uh, the, the role it plays in delivering your voice to the world. She always used to say, don't doubt yourself. The world will do that for you. And um, that, she's right. She's right. <laughs> that'll never leave me. Cause she always, one of the most common things she said with her students is um, we all can generally do it but it's just, there's some limiting beliefs that we have and she can, we do, we would do video calls and she's like, I can see the moment where you're doubting yourself. And then it comes out in your, it comes out in your performance. And I'm like, damn, she's right. At that exact <laughs> moment I was, I, you know, there's a note, you know, you're about to hit and it's up here and side note, you're, they say you shouldn't think of notes that way. Cause that creates tension. You shouldn't think of them as up and down. Um, but she's like, I can see, the moment where you're like, Oh no, I have to hit that note now. And I'm, ah, oh, you squeeze up your throat and you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly um, what you mean. <laughs> so I'm very thankful to her. Shout outs to Malakia. I'm very thankful to her for, um, getting me to better understand the, the marriage between, um, mentality and vocals. Yeah, the voice is just such a unique instrument and getting training and just getting a better understanding of your own instrument is super important. And I can only imagine how much that has impacted and how much growth has come from that. So it's mm. been great seeing that you're putting in the effort to you know, learn more about yourself and that's also then set in your music. So that's awesome. Thank you. And just a side note, she also... Um, she also very much, she's a, oh my God, she's a beast. She herself can sing like super well, obviously, but she's a performer too. And it's really, 
she's still performing now to this. She's actively performing and watching her videos on Instagram when they pop up. I'm like, she's like Aretha, Aretha Franklin incarnate or like Shaka Khan or something. She's just a beast. She just is one of those ones who can like belt her ass off and it just captures the room. Sorry. Could I curse? Yeah. 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 It's explicit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not heavy on cursing anyway, but it might, That's all right. you know, um, so she's just incredible on the performing aspect. So she's uh, definitely pushed me in that realm and got me to, you know, record myself performing and really understand and watch myself. How do you present? How is your face? What are your, like, are you emotionally delivering this, this vocal the way it should be? Because the crowd needs to be captured by that. If you're not convinced by what you're doing, the crowd definitely won't be. Yeah. So, and if, even if you're not, you got to fake it till you make it, right? Have to. And eventually <laughs> through that, at the beginning, it might be a little uncomfortable, but as you continue faking, it's going to become real and you're going to feel Absolutely. the performance, you know? And then you believe it. You live and it. And then you believe it. And then they believe it. Yeah. Um, so looking into the future now, what yeah. kind of, what direction do you intend to take with your music? Are there any new sounds or instruments or genres that you want to uh, delve into and try or are you going to do more of the same you know go for late night drives and see where that takes you <laughs> um yeah this is a good one um i in many ways want to be somewhat of a one-stop shop for people i want people to be able to come to imad's discography on whichever platform they choose and, you know, I even set up playlists and be like, oh, here's, here's this, like me as an artist, I want me to have subgenres, and I already do. Um, so just further developing that, whether it be R&B, whether it be pop, Afro beats, dance hall, and then all the, I, I love the in-betweens too. I love songs where it's like, it feels like pop, but it also feels like rap. And then sometimes there's like dance hall flavors in here. Like what's going on, you know, uh, that gumbo feeling. So yeah, I think just continuously, I'm already on the path of the genres that I want to do. And I think just constantly pushing each subgenre and then mixing them and yeah, having fun with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Just doing your own thing, just feeling out what you think fits best for you. Yeah, like recently, um, the song is unreleased, but um, I just featured on a, a collab song, which is very much Afrobeats. And I'm literally featuring on it with two other artists who are from Africa. And my background, my parents are from Kenya. So uh, my parents are from Kenya. And then these two guys, one is from Ghana, the other, one, the other one's from Nigeria. So it's just purely, you know, purely African. The vibe is African. Um and it's like, why not? I want, I want to be able to get a song like Cut You Loose where it's just like a, a rap banger and you're like in the club, like, lately I've been alone with that. <laughs> but, then, but then you listen to this other song where it's like, you know, you're just like in like a, I don't know, just a dancey like African vibe. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It sounds so flavors. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So when would we be expecting that to be released? When can we look forward to hearing that? Are we allowed to know? That's specific collab? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish I owned that song, but that belongs to my friend, um, 
Akile Leonard. Uh, shout outs to you, Akile. I'm going to be doing a lot of shout outs, apparently. Uh, That's all right. <laughs> but he uh, he's super talented. Funny enough that you mentioned that your sister uh, is a doctor. And I don't know if I should be saying that while we're recording, but here yeah. we are. Um, <laughs> my my guy, Akile, um, is in med school and he's an artist, which is just a wild combination to me. Yeah, sounds but, interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he does it. He's just, he's yeah. super talented too. So whenever he decides to put that one out, then, you know, we'll get well, to Shout out to him and we'll be straight over there listening to it. So yeah, for sure. Excited <laughs> for this release. But I Thank guess you. to wrap it up for now, yeah. what do you plan to achieve by the end of 2022? Ooh. Um, at least five live shows. like a tour or just in general not necessarily a tour um i don't think a tour yet i think i just i need to build the audience locally like i was saying my like i got people in morocco germany and it's just my it's it's great but at the same time i also want to continue to build here just because it's easiest to perform now with all the all the restrictions yeah um so i think yeah having like at least five shows under my belt. That would be nice. Um, getting my monthly listeners up into like, I would love to be like in the 50,000 to a hundred thousand area right now. It's hovering at like 5,000 or something like that. I would love to go times 10 on all my numbers, you know? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And just building, building relationships with like real fans. And it sounds like you're doing that so well already you said you've only started releasing music last year was that correct yeah last december and you're already you know five thousand monthly listeners um yeah. it sounds like you're well on track your music is amazing um Thank you. so we are thoroughly looking forward to hearing what you come out with um in the future so, so best of luck with that for the end of 2022 yeah Thank exactly you. i think most people sort of dream of those numbers like 5,000 listeners a month on Spotify alone within a year. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's crazy. So yeah. definitely if you haven't already, give yourself a pat on the back because you definitely deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank but, you. Um, I appreciate it. All good. But I think that's it for now. Mm -hmm. Um, Imad, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Spotify, mm -hmm. Instagram, plug whatever yeah. you want. So you can find me, Imad Music, I-M-A-D-H Music. Uh, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I'm really trying to boost my TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much anywhere where you listen to music or you use social media, I'm there. The same handle. Um, so yeah, check out check out my releases. I, I got another release coming on December 17th, which I'm super excited for. So yeah, check that out. There we go. Very All right. Thank you so much for coming on, Imad. December Thank 17th, we will be there for it. Awesome. Thank yeah, you. Just letting you know, this is coming out well after December 17th, but we <laughs> okay. will be promoting it on our Instagram <laughs> okay. page. So when it comes I hope out. you're enjoying the new release. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform to never miss another episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at music.app for all the latest updates and constant music recommendations. 
Be sure to head over to our website, musicdiscovery.com, to find our track of the week, curated playlists, blogs, and so much more.